Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Indeed, here we are, and uh, Bob, 100th show. Pretty big deal, right? Oh, yes, of course. Well, give your, give your usual, your usual. Why is Bob so low? Bob doesn't sound loud enough to me. Yeah, I'm not sure, but give give us the give us the usual entry, please. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around the iPhone. Get Grandma out of the spare room, and let's another episode of This Life with Doctor Drew and Bob Forrest. For those of you on Facebook, we welcome you. The call number, if you want to call us directly, is three two three six four nine eight two six eight. Uh, again, this is the Bob Forrest hashtag You Live, uh, and we have a very special guest today, Bob. I'm gonna let you do the introduction. Wow. It's- Elvis is actually here in a spare room, also. So we should. And he would not have survived had it not been for this lady. Aww. Because because we weren't we weren't. Uh, you weren't we taken to the breast. Milk. weren't taken to the breast. And so, uh, but the Roberts. So she is known. So she's known at uh, Bob's household as a savior. But uh, Eliza Roberts, that's who we're welcoming here. Thank you. And um, but people know her as somebody else, Bob. There's somebody other reason people might know her. Like the guy sitting next to her. Married to Eric Roberts. Yes, that might have something to do with it. That might have something to do with people would know. And Eric is here also. Eric, welcome. I'm very proud of that. By the way. Very proud of that. <laughs> uh, I, you know, Eric needs no introduction, no but introduction. yeah, I, I will. I was just pushing through, thinking of the kinds of things I could say, and it's just—he's one of them. It's weird, Eric. Like they'll, they'll just go through the bit, you know. But I mean, it's Eric Roberts. What the fuck's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's an adjective. Know, what, he's, what he's done? It's amazing. It's amazing. It, it is amazing. And, and I did an interview for him last week for uh, Vanity Fair. And the guy was so excited to be talking about yeah. Eric Roberts. Yes. Yes. And he, he's a huge fan. And, yeah. and his I, I could tell his thing was, I need to get Eric Roberts right in the lexicon of where he needs to be. Exactly. So people understand exactly what this man does. Oh, and nice Exactly. And it's yeah, great yeah. that wow. you talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, great. Thank you. I wanted to talk about. I don't yes. hear Bob for some reason on his mic. Is we, we have another are we, guest. Anybody else having trouble with him? I hear Oh, oh yeah, oh, Bob. I'm going to introduce the other guest as soon as I get Bob's stuff uh, squared. Yeah. I hear you in the room, but not quite in the Exactly, not on the mic. Lean up on your mic, Bob. Lean up on your mic. There we go. There we go. Okay, okay. Susan told me not to be so close to the block for the camera. You don't need to be so close anymore. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing. I I had this this thing happen to me about a month, month and a half ago, two months ago, this internet kid that kind of works with me. 
um, and it's that millennials. Millennials are a real interesting bunch to me, right? So my email is criesandwhispers@hotmail.com. It always has since Hotmail began. Right? right, right, right. And it's my favorite Ingmar Bergman movie. Now, when I was in college, everyone knew who Ingmar Bergman was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people had seen that film or at least seen Wild He only had one DP his whole movie a directorial right, career, and I went with him twice. Yes. Oh, there you go. Go so ahead. you know go what ahead. I'm talking about. Yes. yes. So I come from a world where everyone knows what – they may not know the movie Cries and Whispers, which is my favorite of his because it's so depressing. <laughs> but they definitely, when you say – when somebody asks, what, why Cries and Whispers, what does that mean? You say, it's an Ingmar Bergman movie. For, de- for a decade and a half, everyone went, oh, yeah. They knew who Ingmar Bergman was. Right. They right. might not know that much about him, but they know what his movies are like. Right. They know – so this kid asked me a couple months ago, and I said – it's an Ingmar Bergman movie. It's one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid. I don't expect that you know who that is or what that is. And he goes, no. And then he goes into the other room at my house office. And Googles it. And he Googles it. Yeah. And he's reading about Ingmar Bergman, right? Yeah. And I walked in. And I said, just because you read Wikipedia doesn't mean you know a fucking thing about Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> Now, you've, you're, we're about the same age. You grew up in this world except for on the acting side. With it, with, yeah, in you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In it. Yes. Where nobody knows anything anymore except for I Marvel know. comic movies. <laughs> totally true. Totally true. Doesn't it, does it, how do you deal with that? Well, <laughs> he, puts, he puts his head down at work. So I, was, I was crushed when I learned that, that, a, that a movie generation is only four years long. It's not 20 years long like a generation is. It's four years long. It's from 8th to 12th grade in high school. That's the movie generation. Is that what the marketers? No, that's what business? I say. That's what I say. A movie generation is four years. So you can imagine how many generations I've been through, okay? <laughs> that's interesting. That is an interesting I've, way to look at it, though. Is, now, it, is that internationally the same or just here? No, it's just it's my understanding. Yeah. And uh, it's what it's what I believe. And, it, it makes uh, perfect sense, right? Yeah. I mean, when I think about the num- seeing lots of films, that was when I saw lots of films. That's when we yeah. all saw lots. Maybe, of films. maybe but you're everybody see all were the standing. important films, and now is everybody but, but seeing all of us movie geeks? Did you know you are a bit of a movie geek? I am. I'm a I'm a sincere movie geek. Yes, we saw everything ever made in our lifetimes. Yeah, but we're unusual, buddy, and you know. We're unusual. Two things I want to do before I bring Keaton Simons in. Keaton is, of course, the son of these two, and uh, he is a musician. Uh, no, no, no. no I, you, I have to correct Eliza's you. Eliza's son. I'm, yeah. his, I'm Eliza's a stepfather. Son. I was I've, not sure if that was true or I've not. I've been so. sleeping with his mom since he was a little bitty boy. Well, but, it feels but, like your son. It depends on which Wikipedia you're reading. So they are. millennials. Keaton, I want to call you his son because I think it's effectively been that, and you guys are. No, but I'm only saying that because he does have a father I know and appreciate. Exactly. He, he has a cool dad, and uh, and, yeah, and, and Keaton has written and performed with Nels Barkley, Snoop, Josh Kelly. He's got a, a career. He's in Nashville right now. That's why we had to zoom in with him yes. to talk right. to him. How are you, my friend? I'm so good, man. It's great to see you guys. Hi, Bob. There you go. Howdy, howdy. Hi, yeah, I can't recognize you with that with that John Lennon well, 1969 I just, hair. I just cut the hair. I just cut the hair. <laughs> you just got it. But uh, got everything's it. great. I'm in Nashville right now. I'm actually staying at my friend Kelly McGrath's house. Awesome artist. You guys should check her. We love her. Making a making a record, and we're doing it Nashville style, cutting everything live. It's wow. so great! Like you guys are going to love this record. Isn't it I, crazy? Like, all the the wild uh, recording rooms in Nashville that have these amazing histories attached. Are you in any of those rooms? Or have you been Absolutely, in those rooms? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I was uh, tracking at Sound Emporium, which has been around forever, and so I mean, all the records on the walls are just like whoa. Yeah. 
Yeah. You going yeah. around cool. to all the clubs, the Bluebird, and going to the to open mic things? There's amazing stuff goes on down there. I just popped my Bluebird cherry. I just performed for the first time at Bluebird. <laughs> oh my god! Good for you, man! Congratulations! I was special, I special guest. That's and a big did, deal. Uh, well, I got. I have to frame this because people yeah. don't know that if you're in Nashville, that it's this little restaurant that yeah, it's, it's, sort, restaurant. Of, it's sort of in the round, and it's sort of probably it's two or three hundred people, maybe, but right. people crammed in at night, right. and it's where people go to see the acts. Oh, so well, the cool. songwriters. Yeah. I didn't know that. The How cool. Yeah. It's yeah, where yeah. the songwriters yeah. go. Yeah. So you, yeah. I was down there in the, in the late 80s, I think, and you would go there, and somebody would say, get up and play a song. And yeah. then you're like looking at Guy Clark is standing there. You're yeah. like, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very talented people. If he's people growing up, I, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> your answer has to be yes to that kind of thing. Keaton, is there a website people can go to look for your stuff? You can go to KeatonSimons.com, but you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Keaton Simons Music, and on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, it's just at Keaton Simons. Yeah, all right. K-E-A-T-O-N-S-O-S-I-M-O-N-S. Right, Keaton Simons. And uh, we saw Keaton back on Celebrity Rehab way back, and you, you, you've you grown up since then. That's not the best. That's, that's, that's sort of what it seems like to me, so good for you, man. Yeah. Do I look more grown up because I have short hair? You seem yeah. more grown up. You also sure. look more grown up. I got the short hair. Well, I'm not sure it's the short hair. How long ago was that now? Has that been 10 years? I don't know. 11. It's been six, five six, years. Seven. Six years. Yeah. We're going on seven years. Yeah, think how old Elvis is, your kid. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. been Elvis. Because yeah. he's yeah, going to be seven he, yeah, in a week. Right. That's when he was born. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. But that was right. a that was a real high point for us, no pun intended. It was so cool, especially the involvement here with yes. Keaton and the music. Keaton was and that great. was all. Very you know what's amazing. weird is so we got all that negative a- uh, attention for all the all the sad stories that happened. But I kept saying, like, you don't know. There's like a bunch of happy stories too. But America <laughs> doesn't like happy. They only stories. write about the planes that crash. That's it. You, you know never I mean? hear about all the flights that arrive safely. <laughs> that's, really that's, bad news. The news. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, let me then tell you guys that it's been such an incredible life-changing experience. That was one of the most important, most incredible growth experiences of my life. And to wow. do something like that, wow. to be, to do something that real in in a context like that, to me was was something. You know, and people come up to me still, and I've had people say, sure. I didn't, I hadn't spoken to my brother in ten years, and I saw that, and I. Called them up and we, you know, I mean, I know it was there. Kind of I'm not there because I'm making a record. Otherwise, I'd be we'd be hugging each other like crazy. Yeah. I hadn't spoken to him in 16 years before that. Thank you, Keaton and I hang. We're like, yeah. we're, so cool. we're you like, could see it coming. I saw, I saw it then back when you guys yeah. got together. Yeah, and that I, was you guys. Amazing. The affection is phenomenal. We have real love for each other. That's what it really did. It brought it brought talking and talk therapy and healing and really a civil conversation about dysfunctional families into everybody's living yes. room and then gave examples right. of people they kind of look up to doing that, that those things, saying I'm sorry or making amends or getting off drugs. Right. And I hear it all the time. You hear it too, don't you, do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The people, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people told me they got sober from watching Celebrity Rehab. I'm like, how the hell is that possible? <laughs> they got places all over America people are getting sober yeah. in. But no, they, they watched a TV show. But, I mean, the bad stories, the thing is, look at all the things that have happened, sad losses related to drugs since the show went off the air. Are they Unless they're going to blame you guys for those too. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. It happens. It's a fatal... 
situation in many cases, no matter America how America doesn't try. seem to see it as a fatal disease. They just don't. Not or a, a disease they at see all, it, no. They see the. They understand they it's, it's fatal choice. if heroin gets involved. Right, right. That's, that's bad right. people, though. That's bad people right. do heroin. Those are heroin. Good people right. do oxycontin. <laughs> 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 that's right. Civilized people take oxycontin. That's right. Or an Ativan or other. You guys will have this. So I was doing a group with about 30 millennials a couple weeks ago, and something came up. One of them mentioned being on Adderall as a kid. And I said, just as a matter, just for me to know, how many people in this room, it's 25 to 30 millennials who are in treatment. I said, how many of you were on medicine when you were children for psychiatric right. illness or ADHD? Wow. So scary. 27 out of 30. Oh, my God. My God. I, think you're, I think your psychiatric community is going to have to look at that. This right. is bad right. news. This is bad news. All it does is bad prepare you news. to take medicine. And now That's add it. medical marijuana to the mix. I know. And you I'm got sorry. Trouble. Yeah, real trouble. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's true. I know. Because the kids argue that it's natural. I go, dude, no, the THC content of the pot you're smoking isn't natural. There's nothing natural no. about it. No. That was made enough by Dow Chemical. Well, it's also natural <laughs> to grow in the ground, but it's not supposed to be ingested. I mean, there's a lot of natural things that shit is natural. We're not supposed to be, you know. <laughs> Uranium's natural. Sorry. Hey, my people, wife sorry, said that. She did. I, I love it. I, I will quote it. Trust me. Please That's that Earth Mama in her. Well, I, I, I'm still trying to get past the lactation specialist. She's yeah, a lactation yeah. specialist too, amongst her other talents. Well, that's the result. Two years and three months. I was five months pregnant with his sister when I when I finally stopped nursing him. And, and, and people, no, no, but he's like breastfeeding is unassailable as a good thing yes but what people you're not allowed to say that it's tough for some women to do it and no, some babies not. to do it because la leche will come attack you if you, you do will, <laughs> and it's like it's, it's like no 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 it's it's to get people to do it and not give yes. up on it that yes. you want the lactation specialist yes. and the consultation and stuff that's right because these things can be overcome people just don't ex- they expect it to magically happen totally well in exactly. our case i just think there's not a lot of Grandma to mom to to granddaughter conversations about right. a lot of things in right. America, and right. that being one of the top tiers. For sure. Well, because every generation they change their mind. Like my mom was horrified that I was breastfeeding, whereas her mom was horrified that she wasn't. So, you know, unfortunately, you don't get your mom because they change their mind. It's, you know, it's a strange. Right? Just intergenerational transmission yeah. of all sorts of things is is as you live as I li- have lived longer, it becomes more and more. Distressing, yes, uh, and, 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 and important, <laughs> yes. And I think in modern history, maybe more than ever before, because of yeah. all these shifts in technology and ideas and things and yep. ideologies, and people get caught up in these things. Yeah, totally. And it's, uh, look, totally. I, and this is not meant to be any kind of in any way a spiritual or religious statement, but just say, look at the ancient books and things. They, they pretty much had it kind of down, most of the basics. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of had it figured out. Yeah. So I kind of work from that, work from that. I'm, you know, right. I always say things are getting better and worse all at the same time, and it depends on where you focus. Because yeah. now hmm. I have Sydney, one-year-old, one, one hmm. and my partner nurses her all the time. Nurses her at the L.A. County Fair, just sitting on a bench. Yep. Nobody no said a word. As yeah. well no she should. No covering up with something not. you buy at Walmart or right. Babies and Beyond. Right. Uh, uh, just anywhere we've gone. Hollywood Bowl, 
Right. Yeah, everywhere we've gone, no right. one has tell ever him, said a word. Tell him, tell him your story. Plan? I will, yeah. I will, but let, let But you finish. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas seven years ago, people did say things. Oh, they did. Well, it's weird. But then the, other, the flip side of that, of that nursing in public is that people are also pretty much nude all the time. I mean, now you have young girls showing up on red carpets <laughs> with no clothes on. Yeah. So, I mean, and exactly. I'm not, <laughs> right, I'm not sure. So, nudity <laughs> is, a new, is, is has become right. totally standardized. Totally insane. It's, I was. Never, with, I'll never understand. No. Violence is not vulgar, but language is vulgar. Right, I know. About? Yeah, exactly. Double vulgar. standard. It's crazy. Exactly. So things are evolving yeah. and devol- devolving yeah. all the time. I was with a friend at, at Barbara Streisand's con- concert, and he ha- he was with his... Oh, sorry, go ahead. sorry, guys. I keep, I'm, on, I'm on a delay, so I, I'm messing okay. it up. I'm, okay, okay. We are in our socio-technological adolescence right now. That's why yeah. everything's so damn awkward. A lot of good things, a lot of bad things. We're confused. Things are growing in places they didn't yeah. used to grow. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't know what's yeah. going to happen next. And we'll see what happens next. But I really feel like that's the part of the curve that we're in right now. Is yeah, that teenage yeah. early, early adolescence. Yeah. That's true. Now, speaking of which, uh, Susan is monitoring our f- Facebook page. And by the number here, yes. 323-649-8268 if you want to call, call in. Call in. Tell your nursing well, story. What were you going to say about the nursing story? Oh, the nursing story. Oh, then I have, okay. a, I, have a t- I have a Facebook question for, uh, oh, yes. for, for Eric. But go ahead. Tell the nursing story. Okay, just super quick. because um, So I was flying with him to Asheville, North Carolina to shoot. Beautiful place. And yes, yeah. on the plane. And, um, and I went to breastfeed him. He'd never seen a bottle in his life. And the flight attendant Uh-oh. came. She's like, you can't do that here. And and I was like, what? She said, the I'll, I'll warm a bottle. Well, because she was really, yeah, I'll warm a bottle. I'm so, I said, I don't have a bottle. Is that a, a Delta flight? You wouldn't have a... <laughs> I don't know if there was Delta in those days. But anyway, <laughs> sure there was. Sure there and so she pulls a blanket out. Well, they did used to have blankets on planes. And pulled a blanket used out to. from over me and threw it on top of me. Cover up. Young lady, that's obscene. Oh, and I'm like, boy. I'm feeding my child. But luckily, what ended up happening, and you know, take off and landing, you gotta, you know, for their yeah, ears. Yeah, for the ears. It, I was doing a show called Year in the Life, and I was so traumatized that I went to the audition after this. And not only did they cast me, they bought the story, and that was then the theme of an arc for the show. Oh, oh my God. So thank you, flight attendant, whoever you are, <laughs> you bitch. Traumatized. But, you made my wife yeah. a little cash. Oh, look. Yeah. Look who Keaton brought. There's whoever that is. Okay, oh. Steve wants me to ask, could yes. you ask Eric about how his cameo on Entourage came about? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. About about. The fourth time I heard them say my name, because I used to watch that show. I love that show. But about the fourth time I heard him say Eric Roberts, I called my attorney because he handles all those writers. I said, if they're going to talk about me, have them put me on the show. He goes, I'll call you right back. And he does. Five minutes later, he calls me back. He goes, they want you on the show, but I got to ask you something. <clears throat> they want you on the show if you'll sell mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no problem. Yeah, That's you did. hysterical. Yeah. Eric, Eric, for people that don't, all these non-moviegoer types, and uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about millennials and how things are so different. Uh, you got me kind of stirred up talking about Ingmar Bergman. You got to remember that same millennial. If you were to ask him, do you know who Johnny Carson is? They would not be able to right. answer that question. Mm-hmm. That is they, so weird. No. You say that. Guess what I watched last wait, night? Wait, wait, Bob. On, t- Bo- on, on, on Bo- some weird channel, Bo- Johnny Carson, because Orson Welles was on. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I find myself going on Facebook and re- watching lots of weird tapes like that. But, 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 but there's the scary part. You could also ask them who Jay Leno is, and there's a good probability they won't know that. <laughs> 
I was going to say that. That's amazing because they forget right away. Yeah. It's it's the it's the voice. Oh, right. yeah. They forget who is. They're like, oh, there's a million fans for this guy, but then there's they're gone and they're there for the next season, even if it's a week or, later. Or they just totally. never knew. They just don't know. They don't know. Isn't it weird? Like I just retained everything. Like I just was. I know. Fascinated but by those it were your fat. Well, Keaton, do you know who Ingmar Bergman is? No offense. Yes. Of course I do. Does that dog know who Ingmar Bergman is? <laughs> no, of course he doesn't. He doesn't need to. He doesn't have the problems that we have. What is his, what is his name? Believe me, the dog's going to get more attention than any of us. So What's what is the dog's name? name? He's a funny cat. His name is Linus. There's Linus. Lucy's Linus. Linus. Linus and Lucy's Lucy. over there looking at me going, why is Linus getting all this attention right now? These are, these are Kelly's Okay, dogs. so Kelly McGrath knows the Peanuts characters. Okay, that's pretty good because well. she's young. Exactly. There she's we go. Yes. She's yeah. a smart person. She understands culture. She knows the she history She distinguishes well. herself by there, doing that. That's an interesting thing. What, what things are polygenerational? You know what really is? Sesame Street. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good point. Really Good point. Good point. Different characters, but it should be. It just goes round and round and round. That's all that's going on in my house right now. Sesame <laughs> yeah. Street. Good. Twenty four seven. That's a good testimonial to you as a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. education. Yeah. My right was like character on Sesame Street. Like literally, I thought my dad was Guy Smiley. Yeah. I thought my dad <laughs> was Bob. I, th- I, th- I just thought I just had no. There was he thought no his sister separation. was Prairie Dawn, and I call her Prairie now. Prairie yeah. Dawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just Prairie but that Dawn. was pre Elmo. They're new characters yeah. always. No, but you get the but you go you get the original seventies versions. Yes, they're that's on right. the HBO. Oh, yeah. Bought them all. Yeah. That's right. And there's even and that's video one games. great thing about corporate America. HBO bought all Sesame Street. You can watch it for free anytime. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Disney Sesame Street. Some good stuff. Yeah, just a little weird. Has anybody it. seen this movie? I want to see the Jim Carrey, uh, Andy Kaufman movie, the documentary. Have you seen it? Oh, I'd love oh, to no. see that. He, Have you heard about he, it? He plays Andy. No, 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 that's no. Bad documentary the about him yeah. playing Andy. Yeah, right. He it's plays a, Andy. Like a, yeah, and all the. I'd love to Have see it. I've heard about it. Yeah, because it got put up on Netflix and it got taken down. Oh, you know, oh. the first person to put uh, Andy on television was Burt Dubrow. Oh, right, right, right. In oh. his in his uh, little television station at his college in Boston. Oh wow! How and then Don Kirshner's rock, rock concert. Kirshner. When I was I was a young kid. That's where I got pregnant with him. I was producing <laughs> Don, Don Kirshner's, Kirshner's rock, rock concert. <laughs> yeah, did you know that nine thousand <laughs> building for reals? Wow. And um and you know suddenly David Yarnell David Yarnell said maybe we should have comics. You know they'll have to be unknowns because who's going to do our show, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he brings in two guys. He brings in a few guys. Two of them. He's like, I saw two of the funniest guys today, but they have no act. I don't know if I should put them on Robin Williams and Andy Kaufman. Yeah. And I was like, Well, we got nobody else, so let's just do it. Milton and Burrell we did. wasn't available. Well, we had David Letterman as a stand-up, <laughs> really, and we yeah. had oh my god, we no, had Michael Keaton. Out. Keaton, who else did we have? We had a couple other people Martin, who were amazing. Did you have Steve Martin on it? Oh yeah, we had Steve Martin. That's can you, right. We had can some you, people. Have you put it up on speaking of online videos? Have you got to put it up? This is all this licensing stuff. Well, no, you know, but it's starting to, sell to come it, up. Right? Okay. They're trying to totally. sell it. monetize. They're, yeah, monetize. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. I've always wanted to know about that. Some bands seem to be live, mm-hmm. and then some bands some seem were. to be. So some people were really yeah. like Peter Frampton's really playing live. It seemed like, yes. But then Ohio players were not playing. That is correct. And that do you was... remember watching that? And which thinking, which. The Don Kirshner's Oh yeah, sure. Oh, some sure. were really live, and yes. then some because that's why I became aware probably at thirteen, twelve. Like 
Right. That's not real. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The Milli yeah. Vanilli phenomenon. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a drug that thing, too, though. That is Because the Ohio players were well, too we drugged shot, out. We shot play. at the Aquarius yeah. Theater and Culver City <laughs> yeah. Studios. Sometimes they didn't show up. We'd have to quadruple book, and or sometimes they, they wouldn't show up. But then the, the their managers would call the next day and go, oh, hey, sorry about that. I, uh, you know. <laughs> and what can we See, do? We want to be on TV. Right. And then we'd say, like, well, maybe we could show a videotape. And they'd be like, that's cool. <laughs> you're just you're just a professional addict. It's a, I, I want to live in that. No, time. the sep- Well, we always talk about the sep- I loved the seventies. I was like, you know, fifteen in nineteen seventy six. It was right, the greatest right. time to have me. You wa- have you watched? Drew's the, the, a little older and hated it. Did you watch the Deuce? <laughs> so Ain't watched the Deuce yet. Watch no, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch that, that is what I hate about it, right there. That's everything that I felt at the time. But let's take. Let's I was take, living in Palm Springs. It was kind of nice. I understand that. That's my point. <laughs> let's uh, take a call here. I can't really understand what the, what the question is, but uh, okay. Kalut, is that your name? Yeah, um, it's an Arabic name, so it's a bit tough. Okay, beautiful well, name. Well, welcome to the program. What can I do for you? Um, I was wondering if you watched um, Doc Stanhope special two Doug's- years ago. Doug Stanhope's uh, where he talked about you. Oh yeah, yeah. Doug, you should know that uh, I'm writing the foreword to his new book, and oh. Doug and I have a new life together. So don't necessarily um, put too much into that particular uh, video. But I will. <laughs> I will tell you that um, when he called me to write the preface to his book, I thought I was being punked. <laughs> so, so, and he and he wrote about that in the book, that whole experience of but we we had had a lot of healing he and I before that anyway. So but can I, I add my two? I, I love I, I love Doug Stanhope and you're gonna have to read the book and read my forward to understand how I reconcile all these things about Good. my friend Doug Stanhope. So. But that when that was yeah. going on, I just felt like there's something up with him. You know what I mean? When somebody's so affected by somebody else's decisions or choices in life, right? Like, right. And this feeds into forty-five, which we are not going to talk about. But right. what? Why that archetype or that well, what for that him, person does bothers the we, person you know so why? much. I, well, for him, I did, he, we actually did a podcast together. If you go to drdrew.com, it's an old podcast, an old Dr. Drew podcast. He came out from Arizona and, and sat with me, and I didn't know all this was going on at the time. I heard a little. Some little like rumblings that there was somebody really coming at me, and um, I learned that his mom was a recovering person, and she oh. would drag him to these meetings, and he did deep resentment oh, for it. Yeah, yeah, and so that's part of what's going on. So that that, my dear, is part of what the deal is. So uh, that's a weird static sound we're getting. Yeah, well, what's that static no, about? The, what is Wi-Fi? it? Wi-Fi interference. Nice. Which Wi-Fi? All right. Let's. Uh, here's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Take a break. No, I don't want to take a break. Do we need to take a break? Miss Producer Susan. Yeah. Wonderful. Do we need a break? We'll take a break. All right. We'll do a little break. We'll do a little break. Uh, those of you on Facebook Live, keep asking us questions. We love having you. Those of you want to call in, thank you. I'm going to be honest. The... I need a nicotine gum break. Okay. I figured uh, there was something. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still doing the gum? You've been doing the whole time I met you. For I mean, 13 years I've yeah. been doing it. Oh, God. Makes me, my give sister us, does that. Makes give us a, it's better. better than smoking. Way better. Okay. Give us a call, 323-649-8268. Eric, when we come back, I wanted, let's just go over your history, people that don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah. You've yeah. got a great history. It'd be interesting just to sort of walk through some stuff. So, yeah? Not going to do it. No, you don't want to do it? <laughs> yeah, of course he right, will. He, he hates joking. Talk, he hates talking about himself. No, right no, now, no. So. Right, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll be right back. We'll talk about you. We'll be right back. All right, it is fall and your immune system is about to get tested, everybody. Not only does the changing weather mark the start of cold and flu season, it's also back to school time when kids become walking Petri dishes. 
While catching something may be inevitable, there is no excuse for letting yourself get dehydrated in the process. So when you're wiped out with cold or flu, the first piece of advice, always to drink plenty of fluids, but we seem to forget that. Now, once you've started feeling dehydrated, it's already too late for water or sports drinks. Rapid rehydration requires the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and nothing gives this like hydrolyte. Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science, and it is the simply best rehydration product I've found in this country. Hydrolyte comes in great flavors, orange berry lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink, a powder, or what I prefer, those effervescence tablets. You just drop in a glass of water or a bottle of water. Off you go. It's like your own portable IV, but you can do it enterally. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-use, easy-to-follow instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolate. Just click the banner on our site, drdrew.com, and use the code drdrewhy, D-R-D-R-E-W-H-Y at checkout. That is D-R-D-R-E-W-H-Y. Well, one of the great parts about working in recovery is seeing former patients successfully move on. And I've had patients that have come up to me years later and uh, shake my hand and say, you know, sometimes people are kicked out of treatment. And uh, many of these folks move on to become mental health professionals themselves. And, of course, the field of psychology is vast. The need for competent practitioners is huge. If you're considering this rewarding career, I urge you to consider the California School of Professional Psychology at Alliant University. I've known them for a long time at Alliant University. I've spoken at their past events. It was founded in 1969. It's boasts an alumni network of nearly 50,000 people worldwide. And Alliant has fostered many of today's mental health pioneers, authors, and advocates. CSPP at Alliant University hosts both on-ground and online programs in business psychology, marriage and family therapy, clinical counseling. They also offer APA-accredited doctoral programs in clinical psychology that can allow for specialization in child psychology, clinical forensic psychology, and integrated psychology. And the faculty is crazy. It's made up of, of leaders and historical figures like Abraham Maslow, Carl Rogers, Viktor Frankl, some of the true fathers of modern psychology. For more information, and I've worked alongside of these students as well, by the way, in the clinical setting as well as having lectured at the institution. So for more on the California School of Professional Psychology, CSPP, at Alliant, click the Alliant banner on our website or visit Alliant, A-L-L-I-A-N-T dot E-D-U, Alliant dot E-D-U. Keaton Simons. Uh, I want to comment really quickly about that uh, commercial I read from Alliant. When I said the faculty is crazy, I don't mean they're crazy. I mean it's a crazy good, <laughs> crazy good faculty. I mean they're insane. I mean they're crazy important people have worked at that facility, that organization. They're smashing prices. They're- so that, that's, the music was Keaton Simon. And Keaton, congratulations. So where can people go again to get that? You can get my music on iTunes if you want or Amazon or any of that kind of stuff. But if you just search Keaton Simons into the Google machine, the it'll Google spit out some There you go. Google into machine. the Google machine. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's where we all live in the laundry. You might, you you might get both socks back. Was it? Was that? That's my, my – I'm just thanking people. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall. Oh, Can you believe yeah. a – 
company that every human on the planet can deals with once or twice a day minimally. I know. Yeah, Google. It's amazing. Google. So here's the thing. I have this idea that we used to have Google in our minds uh-huh. where all the information was stored and mm-hmm. then we went and we added information that we went and discovered in books or in right. conversation or in experiencing or listening. So, so I know if you Google Eric Roberts, it's going to pop. First thing that's probably going to pop up is Entourage. Huh. It's not going to be Star 80 or Pope of Greenwich Village. It's uh, not. Yeah. Right? That's what's in Bob's Google mind. <laughs> the first time I, when I went to a movie theater and saw Pope of Greenwich Village, I was just like, oh, my God. This is, this is the new yeah. guy. Oh, this yeah, is the you. guy. Oh, thank you. You know thank what I mean? So there's, and there's only a few guys. It's like, it's like uh, Brando, Pacino, De Niro. And then you, you were the new guy. Dude, thank you. That's how I felt. It wow. could be Celebrity Rehab that's the first well, thing that pops I'm, I'm up. I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so <laughs> fucking sad. No, no. I, 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 I looked it up, and it what comes up is the usual it's stuff. Life, buddy, life. What? IMDb and Wikipedia and blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't, well, doesn't it's ag- agnostic. Up? So I'm going to go on the first thing that says okay. Eric Roberts' list of movies and what's, TV shows. What's your okay. biggest accomplishment? Wait, wait, wait. Let me see what it says. It's TV Guide. <laughs> this is TV Guide saying it. TV Guide's position is... It's it's just a chronological thing, so it's not as bad as you think, Bob. It's not okay, so. but you picked <laughs> one way down. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're researching things now, basically, because yeah. you know Google is like like if you can't think of something, you're like, oh, I wonder what was that thing. It's I mean, I at least personally don't like it. Has only served to enhance and increase my own internal knowledge and wealth right. of information just because I then have it's it's easier and faster for me to research it otherwise I'd have to go to a library find it do that but I'd be doing essentially the same thing that's right but yeah. it's kind of a cheat sheet I think YouTube going on YouTube is pretty amazing ah, right mind you, blowing. Can, you can see anything right like if you know what to search for yeah. yeah and uh you know it you can just say Orson Welles on Johnny Carson show there right. it is but why is it up. different from Googling? Googling is just information. You're just right. getting the details, like the, the cliff notes. I always think of right. Google as cliff notes. And it's actually uh, not objective, but subjective. Mm. Whoever d- wrote the Wikipedia and organized Wikipedia is subjective. I don't yeah. know. For I sure. And that, I definitely have to. That's one of the funniest things in the world to me. When I found out that Wikipedia is just like, because it had a bunch of shit of mine wrong and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's so too, funny. Too, How does this, yeah. <laughs> why does this exist? There's yeah, people throw stuff and on Google's there. just taking over the world. I have lots of misinformation on all those sites. Well, let, let's go like, over your history. Yeah, How did you go from, from movie out. movie wonk to star? Well, uh, uh, I was at a very bad drama school in New York, and uh, uh, um, the one you were thrown out of. Yeah, the that's why. That's why. It's okay. bad. <laughs> did, you, did you know? So you knew you wanted to act. We need, early just, on. We need justice for Eric. It was yeah. horrible but what happened to him there. I was seen <laughs> by a woman named 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 uh, Marion Doherty, who was the casting director of all time. And I saw all, a documentary all, all on her the big or something. Great? Yeah, yeah. She saw me, asked me to come to her office, so I did, and I got to her office. And I met I met Julia Taylor, who cast all the Woody Allen movies. All yeah, the big movies she yes, cast that's now. where I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. I met her. Well, Nasita, Rick, Rick, Rick Nasita's wife at the time. When was this? Retro now. This is nineteen seventy-five. And, and again, you you always wanted to be an actor, or was this just a side thing and it started <laughs> no, going? Or no, no. Uh, I was I was I was very seriously, you know, pursuing it. You you want you knew, always knew. Always oh, sure, knew, sure. Always knew, yeah. I had I, at at this time since I started at 
four. I did my first play at four. I'd already okay. done like 88 plays or okay, something, 90 plays. All right, so you were way, way in. Yeah, because I was in repertory theater, did, did the five to eight plays every year, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So that was my life. And then uh, she, she brings me in for this, for this, for this, for this TV, TV movie that I did not get. But uh, they introduced me to my manager, who also handled at the time Chris Walken, Sissy wow. Spacek, Tom Berenger, Tom Hulse. Uh, so he saw him. How did you get that manager? Through, through Marion Darty and through, yeah, uh, through Julia managers, Taylor. Managers sort of pick their poisons. You know what I mean? They, yes. He saw something. And you can't, you can't you find a manager. They find you. Right. Sort of what happens. And then there's sometimes the poison. I mean, yeah. they may, it <laughs> yeah. may end with them, right. their great taste and then after that. Yes. But go ahead. Well, uh, he got me on an, an audition you know, for my first movie. And then after five more auditions, Frank Pearson told Dino De Laurentiis, Here's a boy I want. He said, but he's unknown. He said, well, I'll have to screen test him. So he did. And after the screen test, I got the part. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then that started my career. It's basically, I don't want to um, belittle it, but uh, there are a lot of good actors. I got very lucky. And I did get very lucky because it's all about right place, right time. Yes. Yes, but. And right role. Y- yes, but. And right role. Yeah, I'm not a bad actor. But, <laughs> but there's a lot of actors that are just as good and or better and or different where, where, where it's even more dynamic. But they didn't get lucky. I did. It was the right part, the right time. Susan Sarandon played my mom. Your Brooke Shield played, played my sister. Your Shelly Winters played my grandmother. Uh, Sterling Hayden who played my grandfather. I mean, it was an amazing wow. cast. That is amazing. I, I was a rookie, and um, I was nervous every day, but I was in heaven. I bet. Yeah. What do you think about luck? Well, I, I was thinking the way he described his luck, you could say that about any field, any profession, any, any, good bus- fortune. any, any business endeavor, which is – yeah, there's probably somebody. Let's just take a somebody opens an ice cream star. Yeah, it's probably somebody who knew as much about ice cream and had had maybe even some better flavors. And but but right. but you have to be at a certain rarefied air first of all, yeah. uh, and have to be prepared, have to be ready. And and I think there's a, there's sort of a with acting. There's always this sort of you know un, unspeakable whatever whatever the magic. I love is. the compliment. Right, the I love the compliment, and I believe you in the compliment. Yeah. But there are also some actors who are lots bigger stars than I ever was or ever will be who are really not very good. Who don't have it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's, oh, that's, that's a luck. fact. That's luck. That's, that's luck. luck. That's and but I will no, leave them but nameless. Guess what? But guess what? There are a lot of I'll business people. <laughs> hang on. But there are a lot of business people out there that made fortunes yes. that aren't good businessmen or yep. businesswomen. They just that's happened true. in on stuff. Same difference. There's same a idea. Lot of same rehab. Rehab. Can you think of any offhand? The actors or the business people? Thank you, Keaton. No. The business, like one prominent business asshole who's actually not good at anything. Oh, lots of No, the thing is, there'll never be another you my bro that's how it works everybody is individual and unique and so of course right. it's luck and it's this and it's that and the other thing but it's uh it's yeah. also you it's i wanted to talk to about something really that's, serious your worst is all relative wanna, you is that's unique let's talk about something really serious for a second so star 80 right that was a character that that was frightening and you consumed and lived inside of right and I, the reason why i point this out is when Keith Ledger, when Heath Ledger did Joker, which is a comic book character, yeah, supposedly he couldn't get out of the character. He couldn't let it go. I was there. That's not true. Of course, it's not true. I yeah. was there. Yes, yeah. of course, it's not true. Oh, that so was, it was our made point. up for what? Just to explain. It's fascinating. It's, it's yeah. But did you? Was yeah. Star Eighty? Was it hard for you? That was a consuming character. 
Well, here's where I was saved. Right now, I'm scared. Just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a frightening guy because he could be your next door neighbor or your brother-in-law. Yeah. I've, That's what was frightening about I've it. Yeah. told the story before, so it, if you've heard it out there, I apologize. But really, really quick, um, one day I was having trouble with the scene with Bob Fosse. I, it was, I was in my underwear with a guitar. And I screwed up the song, and I said, cut. You don't say cut on a Bob Fosse set <laughs> unless you're Bob Fosse. So he said, come here. And he walks across this huge soundstage of Zoetrope, and he walks to the other side of it. Come here. Come here. So I go over there in my underwear with my guitar. Yes. He says, look at me. I said, I'm looking at you. Look at me. I said, I'm looking at you, man. He goes, okay. You're playing me if I weren't successful. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's about as... That's pretty intense right as, there, if anybody knows. See, that, now people have to Google Bob Fosse, and it's going to take them time to catch up. No, that, that's about as <laughs> personal a direction as you can give somebody. Yeah. And I knew him you know, pretty well. So on the way back to set, I, I watched how he walked. I basically played him the rest of the movie. Did, did, did all that jazz capture him at all? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, yeah, sure. That's a movie. You want to watch a movie about Bob Fosse? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, with uh, what's it, the actor's name? Showtime. Paul Schrader. Paul Showtime. I mean, Schneider. No, uh, Schneider. Schneider. The guy, the guy Schneider. from, the guy from, from John. God. I got confused Ro- with Ro- Star 80. Roy, Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider, Roy Schneider. Schneider. not Paul Schneider. Roy Schneider. Paul Schneider was. Yeah, Paul Schneider was my yes. character, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but does that answer whether you ever snapped out of it or not? Did it, oh, yeah. I, was it hard here, here to was, get out was, of? No, no. I just, I just followed his direction. I was in his lap artistically. Tell me what to do like a puppet. I will do it. And he would talk me through stuff. He would he would send me to set ready to do it, whatever it was. And, was acting, uh, and, uh, I think. I mean, yeah. I, what my experience with Eric is if he's reading a book, he's very influenced 24 hours a day by what's going on in the book. And it'll take him somewhere and he can't get out of it. Whereas I haven't seen him be that way with his characters. Wow. Maybe earlier in the career. The only character you saw that uh, that, that happened with was uh, It's My Party. And you and you commented on oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's kind of You commented true. on it. You said, it's wow, you're, you're not the same 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 guy married. Let's, let's take some calls here, guys. This is <laughs> yeah. uh, Claudia. Let's get her up here. It takes a little bit of a second. Claudia, you with me? Yeah. Hi. Hey, what's going on? Well, I have been dying to ask you about this, Dr. Drew, and it's actually um, it's kind of serendipitous that Eric is there as well um, because I can bring him in on this. Um, I'm actually a huge fan of both of yours, Eric and Dr. Drew. Thank you, um, But I saw you, Dr. Drew, on Hollywood Medium with uh, Tyler Henry, and uh, it showed a clip of you before the reading of you saying, uh, I don't quite know how to explain this, but... What I can tell you is I'm sure that Tyler is not speaking with spirits. And then I saw you and your wife receive uh, quite a reading, it seemed. It seemed like you were kind of blown away. Yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> so but, my question to you, you can, was, go ahead. would be, uh, how do you, if you really do not believe that he's speaking with spirits, what, how, do you, how do you reconcile right. that? So, so, and then on. my other Part of the question to Eric would be uh, is that I saw you, Eric, on Celebrity Ghost Stories, and um, I saw about your uh, car accident when you were very young in your career and what happened in the hospital, and that was very, very intriguing. Um, so you apparently, from what I gather, have a conflicting opinion with Dr. Drew. I, you seem well, to, let me, let me to give, be a believer, let me, let me give mine as first. am I, and uh, so well, I'd, I'd like to hear okay. the two right. of you. Slow up, slow up. <laughs> what, what your 
sore. Okay, so you're wrong. She's trying She's to start answer. a fight, Doc. Right. No, no, there's probably a fight. But but first of all, I I'm married to First Lady of Love, who is you know has all her friends are psychics. I get to watch what they're doing, and the comedy in that in that Tyler Henry thing was. Me going, hey, I, one thing I know for sure is not talking to dead people. She's like, they're talking to dead people. I'm like, no, no, no they're talking to dead people. So, <laughs> so that was, you know, I, I was playing with that a little bit, to be fair. But I, I, I would, okay. uh, I, but I do come from the position where I have to, you know, I have to evaluate what I can evaluate. And I don't, doesn't hey, uh-huh. make any sense to me that this is actually talking to dead people. But what does make sense to me, and I've looked very carefully at the people that do this work, is that they're doing, that a lot goes on between and amongst people that we are not consciously aware of. A lot. Right. And I've had weird experiences in therapeutic settings, both as a patient and as a, somebody trying to support somebody, where weird things and music and all kinds of stuff has happened to me that I, I can't explain. It wasn't mine. It was something I was creating with the patient. And um, well that to said. me and that to me leads to two conclusions. One is there are probably people that do it a hell of a lot better than me that can really pull things out of other people's whatever we're sharing together. And it might be some collective. I don't know what it is, but it's something. I I, I prefer to think of it because I'm a scientist as the right side of our brain is loaded with all kinds of stuff that some people can kind of tune into. The other thing is I believe that consciousness itself is at least a two-brain phenomenon. It's a co-creative phenomenon. So it makes sense to me that we leave parts of ourselves on other people's brains. And very intuitive people may be able to pull that out in some way. So that's how I explain it. I may be wrong. That's that's how I understand it. My wife thinks they talk to dead people, right? Talk to dead people? Yeah. Oh, Oh, here she comes. Yes, I do. (laughs) I I am open-minded enough to be proven wrong in any way possible. In the meantime, I, I, you know, temporality and time are different things. Maybe I don't know. There's all kinds of things that that we our brains can't explain. This this thing was this brain was developed on the savannas to help us, you know, out run and, and kill buffalo. Right, yeah. right. And, and, and yeah. so, of course, there are things we're not aware of with using this instrument. But, Eric, go ahead. Sure. What do no, you think? I do not you know, disagree with you about a thing that you've said. No. But I also think this vessel runs on energy. It's been proven scientifically you cannot kill energy. You, you can only disperse it. So the energy goes somewhere. So it doesn't die with the vessel. Uh, so that's what mm-hmm. I believe. I don't know where it goes or what it does, but I'm open to all the possibilities. Right. Yeah. So more to be revealed, Claudia. But thanks for the question. Are we? Are you satisfied? <laughs> I think so. Well, I, I everything that you said, I, I completely agree with. I think I, I'm totally on board with that. But it seems odd to me that you can um, be okay with that, <laughs> but not with a, a medium connecting with a spirit that has pass from this I'm, realm. I, I am not, not okay with it. I'm <laughs> saying that I can't, I'm a scientist, I can't make sense of that, but if somebody can prove it to me, I'm, I'm there's, a, there's a guy, there's a scientist, what is this guy's name? He's actually a biologist. He's kind of a super controversial guy. But, Google. Uh, Google. Google. Uh, Go ahead. I, he's, I can't remember his name right now, Aging Brain. But but listen, I, I'm open-minded, my dear. I, I just It just doesn't make good sense to me yet, and we'll see. I mean, it, it, you know, somebody well, here's, one day. Here's something another way. Let me tell you a way I see it. Yeah. So there are certain people, especially uh, Keaton can understand this, in the idea, that are in touch with the ideas world is how David Lynch talks about it. Right. He got a vision of a girl who's killed drowning in her lake. Right. Right. And then he spent, he spent most of his life trying to figure out what that idea was, right, right? which is Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Yeah. Um, 
Bob Dylan claims he doesn't know who wrote Blown in the Wind. Oh, wow. Right? They just come from some other <laughs> right, world. Some people are attuned to that but, other... But then recovery, some people feel like it's coming from outside. Yeah. In. So oh, we as really? humans... No, so people are that. in tune for the arts in... In in a ways that normal people are not, right. and I believe that the, I believe this Tyler Henry. He, I watch him; he's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, some of it way. is just stage TV and phony, and I can tell. Yeah, but some of it is mind blowingly real. Yeah, right. And I think he's just one that can get in tune with that other thing. Well, I've been asked does, to do his show. You should do it. You should yeah. do he it. does this. Yeah, he yeah, does yeah. this frontal releasing thing. He does this thing with his hand like this, which means he's he's releasing his left frontal lobe, so the right frontal lobe, so the right side was released, so he can so he can just be in that part of his brain. Oh, really? Plus, he's really cool and, and, and cool, and, and he like sweats. He sweats like a maniac. He sweats, oh, does he really? He, he sweats oh, through our nice. furniture, which 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 to me means his body is he's working. No, his body's engaged. In oh, some yeah. way. wow, and, and that's that's, that's part of the right brain stuff. So I again, I've, metabolism I've, and uh, yeah, just it's autonomic. His yeah, autonomic nervous system. Is turned on quite wow. literally, not his, not his. FYI, not his. Alec Baldwin is a big sweater too. <laughs> yeah, and, no, and, no, and nobody's ever accused him of being an, he's intuitive. Working, he's working hard. Here, I have, Internally I have, working another, hard. We have another Facebook page. He's for a great guys. guy, by the okay. way. When I'm, it comes, sure, I'm sure Alec thanks you for that. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to. Well, a, thanks, Eric. I'm to be a. When it comes to. Once an interview, and this is what you say. Um, four well, suits, every scene. Great sweaters of our time. My only question about ghosts, and I'm not talking about communicating with a, a consciousness that exists outside of our physical consciousness. My only question is, are the clothes ghosts too? So you're wearing, I'm wearing shorts and a yeah, t-shirt. And again, my, my shorts are also a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, I wonder that. Yeah, why am I not naked? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why am I not naked? <laughs> That's a good one. Go ahead, Drew. All right. Here's a, a Facebook post. When it comes to affected family members, the entourage surrounding someone struggling with addiction, have you heard of craft method, which pertains to family behavior modification? It's been featured in HBO, huge... Uh, well, it happens organically anyways. I know about that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit myself, too. So there's a thing called the identifiable patient. Right. And when that person decides to get well, the dysfunction kind of either eats on itself or they put somebody else in the identifiable patient. I've seen it ten, a thousand times. Right. I yeah. saw it in my own family where I was always the black sheep. Right, you know, always. Right. Oh, Bobby, they used to say. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> now, now, I, now I say it. Right. So, so, so I wasn't there anymore. I'm like sober guy, good guy, trying to help guy. Right. And so they put my nephew in there who passed oh. away from drugs. Oh no. Then they put my second nephew. In, yep. in there he survived it and got his life together mm-hmm. and it you just watch the dysfunction unless the people decide to get yeah. well as a whole right. or get inspired to to learn and grow right it'll just always stay the organism that it is yeah right although sometimes somebody in recovery shakes it up enough that people start looking at stuff and this uh, email or this, this Facebook post was about uh, you know therapeutic processes where you can help. That's what that. I'm saying. They've got to sign up for it. it this is yes, just another version gotta, of signing up for whatever. Uh, this is the this is the conundrum in all mental health 
and anything, where it's spiritual or mental health or cognitive change, right. you have to really want to do it. It's not hard to change. It's yeah. very not easy to change our brains. It is really hard. And I always say, everybody yeah, says, oh, easy. the drug addicts, it's so sad and it's so hard for them. Actually, we get ourselves into a corner where we it's pretty natural decision. Like yeah. in, in my case, I was going to go to jail. In, you have to either die cases, or come out of it. Yeah, yeah. you're going to either figure it out or you're going to perish. Yeah. Right. The codependents or the dysfunctional family members or the ignored Marsha, Jan Brady types, right, right. what is their motivation to get help and grow and change? They right. have to get to that pain place that the addict does. Yeah. And I don't think just because you have an addict in your life is enough pain to want to change. Yeah. I just have watched tens Oh, well, you of never had me in your life. I agree with you though, Bob. I mean, I think you're, I think you're totally right about that. You need to come upon it yourself. And a lot of times if, if people allow their egos to get in the way, then the, the, the Jan Brady syndrome becomes like, well, now I'm going to have a little bit of spotlight and attention. You know what I mean? Right. Now that like, why is all this attention being put on this other person? It's so That's funny. I, I'm I fascinated. resent the addict for that reason because they get all the damn attention. Yeah. You know? But I'm fascinated by yeah. the Jan Brady. We all know what we're talking about. Multi-generationally, right. we know what we're talking right. about. Right. And it's a lie. Yeah. Jan was a whiny baby, self-pitying. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she was uh, repulsive. And well, Marcia was when you said so Marcia, nice Marcia, to Marcia. everybody. Marcia was so nice to everybody, and she was great. It wasn't because She's she was pretty. more attractive. It was because she was a nice person, and Jan was a self-pitying person. Exactly. That's why there's the Jan Brady phenomenon. And that's probably why there's Maureen's book, too, right? <laughs> Just to You know what I'm straight. saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Think the Jan Brady thing is the one... <laughs> Think, think of, of the psychopathology of the characters. In, in the in, Brady, Brady Bunch? Bunch. Oh, it was profound. Right. And, and it was all glossed over as ideal, yeah. idealized. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, at no. least it was out there and we, we could all observe it and take it for what we would thought. Well, there was another dynamic there because, you know, Chris Knight came to me one day. Keaton was a little boy. They're, they're, little uh, kids. they're, 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 they're very good friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris came. He's like... I, I mean, I, I'm Peter Brady, so I'm never going to act again. So I got to do something. How about casting? And he became my $50 a week intern in our house where we're casting. We discovered Keanu Reeves, who auditioned on a cookie monster chair in my daughter's oh, room with Keaton's racing car bed. Yeah. My race car bed and the cookie Yeah, monster chair. and he remembers it. Casey wow. Reeves was his name at the time. But Chris was, and the thing that would happen is people would come into audition and they were completely, I make everybody calm. I want them to, no nerves. We work on that. And they were terrified. They're like, I'm auditioning for Peter Brady. <laughs> you know, lamb chops and applesauce. What was it? Pork chops and applesauce. They were so, so much so that the network, it was a big conundrum. What should we do about Peter Brady being at the thing? Because he's he, so famous. But he yeah. told yeah. us it, it things about Florence. An icon who can't find a job right exactly well, there, you there you go Flo florence's kids were very no threatened by the brady kids because their mom was their mom and spent all that time there there was you know there was a lot going on on every level it was mind-blowing because well, i knew that 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 the the father of the of florence henderson's character right. had died right right but what happened to the mother of of the dad they never even explained it i'm kind of a brady oh, bunch yeah. fanatic. Oh, yeah. obviously yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Christen. i don't know, and Keith, Partridge you know family. And Partridge I, don't know family. I didn't know that the the Flor you know what? it's so funny because as a kid like i watched it i guess only in reruns but it was I never even wondered what happened to the natural biological. Well, because you grew right, up in Hollywood right, where there's five marriages in a row. Never thought about it. 
<laughs> maybe they did like soap operas when they want to get rid of a storyline on soap opera. Like there was one recently, a friend of ours, where she just went upstairs to wash her hair and you never saw her again. Nobody mentioned her. They were just <laughs> done with that storyline. It's like that, that happened to that's un- what's her why name? We had one patient that did happen to her. She was on the Cosby's for a minute and she went upstairs one day and didn't come down. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, let me let me explain the the craft program just that's to get back to that. Yeah, that, craft. Yeah, sorry. Um, we is a sort of it's kind of a behavioral intervention program to help on motiv- the whole family to help motivate the patient into and through treatment that's the idea but oh, i i would yeah. just say generally speaking it almost doesn't matter what technique you use <laughs> if you engage everybody and you right. you know then you, and you're a empathic therapist you can get a lot of work done of course you yeah. can a lot yeah. of work done so but craft yeah. has been something that's sort of it was outs for a while, and now it's kind of back a little bit. So, okay, yeah, about that. But oh. you're supposed to get help yourself. Go to Alan and get help yourself. Yeah, of course. And well, but the, the, this is more about the the goal of this is a little of the craft is more about getting the identified person into and through treatment. Oh, so it's a different and, goal. And for the goal. family not to sabotage with their and own. And just to strategy. change the way they interact with that person, oh. which is really what Alan's about too. What yes. good therapy will be sure. about. So it really kind of it's another, it's so funny. There's a guy that's named what most treatment centers used to do. I know. Oh, uh, there's a guy named Peter Fonagy that uh, did a, he's interested in what makes you know certain therapeutic interventions work. He's developed called something called mentalizing therapy, mm-hmm. and he went out to study, or he was involved with somebody that did, and he said they went looked all over Great Britain for the person, you know, person that had the best outcomes, and he just found this little woman in the Cotswolds that had great outcome, and she was not that well trained, but she had deep, deep empathy, and everybody got well when they sat. With really? Her. Yeah. Wow, yeah, a, that's yeah, a great that's a story that is all by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, so much more miraculous than the ghost a ghost flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you that they're related, you see? I think that's well no, one is a mistaken it's a mistake yeah. mistaken interpretation of the other. Yep. Just like ah, everything. Just like the I, damn sunrise, if you don't know what the hell it is, you go, please, Lord Sun, don't smite me. You know? There's two or three songs I just heard there. Please, <laughs> please create those for us. I think people do hear songs. They don't hear us talking about things. They hear songs. Please do so. Yeah, write those songs, Keaton. Uh, I'm, hey, that's what I'm doing. We're getting close on time here. I see some callers coming up here that I want to try to get to. Oh, they're, good, yeah. We love yeah, callers. They're, they're sort of getting screened and uh, uploaded. We got, our system's a little bit on the slow side. But uh, our callers have been very really good today. It's nice you have callers. We had a show. We never had any callers unless we went in the other room <laughs> and called. <laughs> <laughs> Except we did once when we had a, a religious filmmaker on. He came. I mean, like we couldn't even do the show. Well, Everybody yeah. called. Well, man. Religion is a you know. You talk about religion. People get it's a big audience draw. People religion get people and get politics. That's yeah. what we try to stay food. away from here. Food, uh, yes. Not okay. to say a, not to pun, but people get exorcised about. This. Yes, that's so, right. So with that, I'll say goodbye to you guys, Susan. Is that about right timing? Yeah. Okay, Eric. Go. It is such a privilege to see we you. Love you, so great we, love you yeah, love Eliza, we love you, Bob. We love you, Nate. I'm honestly nobody ever speaks to Nate. Poor Nate holds us all together. Behind the board. Nate's behind the board. Nate's Yay, always been, Nate. been working with Fox us here at these season. podcasts. A hundred in a row. Cannot do them without him. <laughs> and you and Nate had a life before us, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forever. So, Me and Nate forever. That's very strange. That's Me, Nate, Nate and Bob forever. See? That's that's, it. that's, 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 <laughs> it's on a tree somewhere. That's, that's, <laughs> it's like 20, how long has it been? Like 20 years. 15 years. So, wow. Bob so, and Nate. All right. Well, again, <laughs> we, anything else you guys want to plug out there or phone numbers or websites or anything? Keaton got Natural his- Child. Oh, always look up Natural Child. Naturalchild.org. That's Naturalchild.org. Your- all of us are involved. Bob, it's up. 
Yep. There and, it is. And, well, yeah, Pie Bake Shop. He's oh, wearing nice. Shirt. Well done, man. P.I. Bake Shop. That's his sister, Prairie Dawn's. And, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, Prairie Dawn. Not Dawn. only are, is, are all of y'all involved in Natural yes. Child, you've got him involved with it, yes, too, clearly. Yes, I know. That's me. I How know. wonderful. Yeah. How right. great is that? Yeah. And him, he's playing Just at Rockwood in New York. Well, and he's well, playing I'm reading the books. I'm reading the books on audio. He's the audio book guy. Yeah, he's the voice. Yep. All right, you guys, we'll, uh, right. we'll wrap it up with that. And uh, thank you, everybody. Oh, thank you. Oh. Wait, wait. He Susan to wants me to read some something. Stuff. Uh, you got to read. You got to read your oh, outro. Oh my goodness! All right, here we go. We got so, a lot of people giving so a, lot a lot of, of love. stuff. Here we go. So Keaton Simons, s i m n o s dot com, piebakeshop.com, p i naturalchild.org. I'm not yes. sure I got the org out there. Yes. And of course, nonprofit. Um, if you didn't know, this is also available uh, from this particular show, <laughs> iTunes, Podbean, for all of you enjoy the podcast uh, on Monday, September 25th. Google hashtag You Will Live, and it will be there for you. Is that right? What does that mean, Susan? You mean yeah. you, you Google hashtag you live, live and you'll find the we'll iTunes. Everything will pop up. Okay. Yeah, wow. Hashtag you uh, live. Also YouTube slash DRDRW. Dr. Drew, this has uh, been a video feed tomorrow as well as the other shows we've done here with UBN. She writes it dialogue like you write mine. That's for, Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> it says it in the way that she wants it to it be, be said. actually said. Right? <laughs> uh, or just say. go to Dr. You can't add a back yeah. documentation. No, no. Just go to Dr. <laughs> find all the podcasts, including a new show we're going to do with Ami Horowitz called the Howard Vortex. We go into some in-depth yeah. interviews with the Whack Packers of the Stern Show. Yes, we do. Wow. Oh, 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 I want to be around yeah, that yeah. one. So, high, so high pitch Eric is we our could first go another uh, hour. subject. Got it. You've been on Stern a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lot. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just turned four times. You really let it all hang out. <laughs> no. He, he he tries to get me to let it all hang out. That's right. Stern is like he's like, just he, not afraid of the stuff that we're all. Or he's not afraid to talk about the stuff that we're all afraid of and afraid to talk about. Howard, Howard or Eric? Yeah, but it would, never, it would never, it would never, it would never occur to me to to talk and think about taking a shower with my sister, and that's all he wants to talk about. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, like, but oh. I don't go there, dude. No, come on, let's talk about taking a shower with your sister. Like, no, <laughs> but, but, you, but when he does stuff like that, you know what he's doing. Let's don't, Howard. Yes, I know, know, I know. But it's like, come on, let's talk about something real, Howard. It, I'm not stern. I meant you, Eric. I meant you talk about things, not stern. I was saying you are willing to talk about things that we're all afraid to talk about, like death and things. You know what I mean? The stuff that we all have in common, but we're also have in common that we're afraid to talk about. Well, that's that's the truth. No no one yourself the other way I do. Do you ever stick to script of when you're out promoting something? You probably never do, do you? <laughs> do you even mention the product you're promoting? That's Eliza's headache. <laughs> the, the past five years of my life. It took her about 20 years to train me. But the past five years of my life, I've been sticking to script everywhere we go. And she's so proud of me, too. She kisses me and stuff oh, on the really? forehead. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm still alive. <laughs> so See, that's why you have to be here. Oh, okay. To keep it going in the right direction. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Everybody, we'll see you next time. I'll be home again before you know it All this careful thought has left you stoic I'll be leaving I believe it's snowing on the I'll be going But I heard that it's snowing out in Malibu Babe, can you believe it's snowing?
snowing out in Malibu. When I'm thinking of you, my love, I feel like anything is possible. When you're back in my arms again, I know that we will be unstoppable. Must be hard to be with me sometimes. Always trying to see behind my eyes. I'll believe in. I believe the sun is on the rise. Should get rolling if I'm gonna catch my flight this afternoon. You know I really should be on that flight this afternoon. When I'm thinking of you, my love, I feel like anything is possible. When You're back in my arms again. I know that we will be unstoppable. One look, one night, one lonely touch, the dark, the light. I miss you too much. What's wrong? What's right? It's never enough. No, it's never enough. No, when I'm thinking of you, my love, I feel like anything is possible. When you're back in my arms again, I know that we will be unstoppable. You know that. We will be unstoppable.